Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your hosts, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Adam Zeitler, here with my co-host, Kyle, the Delivery Man, Rohde. Hey y'all, how you doing? You say hey y'all. Hey y'all. <laughs> felt... I just tried to open it up, and you left out <laughs> Adam, the ambassador, Zeitler. Oh, I totally forgot about that. How could you forget? I don't know. That that, <laughs> that last episode changed the world. Dropping. I mean, was it, that dude? It was insane. What was that? What we decided to go with? Because you came up with, um. What did you come up with? Oh, I came up with uh, Grandmaster Flex. No, Postmaster Flex. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't pretty good. <laughs> but PMF. You were, PMF. But you were like, ah, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to Wikipedia Grandmaster Flash, yeah. which it's based off of, but we went Postmaster Flex. Adam the Ambassador. I think I'm good with that. Let's just do that. That's the, I didn't and know. it also has that Star Wars theme to it. I, so. I didn't know that we were going that that's what was going to be my now nickname well see sometimes uh but it's got a good ring to it adam yes. the ambassador sometimes you find roses that are planted and they rise from concrete i'm good with it okay i think i'm the ambassador <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i uh it was like after that episode i all of a sudden just wanted to watch star wars oh and i don't like, blame you all last week which one did you start with i really wanted to watch revenge of the sith oh okay but I didn't watch it. Okay, okay. Wait, we might get sidetracked here a little bit. And I did not add a drop for train to get us back on course. But Revenge of the Sith, probably my favorite. I'm just throwing that out there. Probably my favorite. Like of all of them. Oh, the last one. Even was over really good. Empire Strikes Back. Even wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, did whoa, you whoa, say whoa. the new one? I enjoyed the new one. Are you I, kidding What they did me. with the Emperor and stuff with the whole... Oh. Uh, no, I didn't care much for like the kissing and stuff. We don't need none of that. Oh, like, we got to make a PG for this thing. No. I don't I care enjoyed, so much for that. I enjoyed some of it. I did like I did like the Emperor Palpatine thing. Where he was like the clone. But what I could not take out of all the new ones was how Rey was like she didn't have to be trained in the force anything like that like anakin skywalker like the most powerful sith person the, well, no, outside no. of Al- emperor palpatine. Yeah, whatever but who killed emperor palpatine darth vader darth vader anakin skywalker anakin skywalker Unless, and now if you have seen those and that's who, a spoiler for you who went through how many years of training like i don't know he was a 18. kid something like that yeah a long time he had to train to master the Jedi arts mm. and Ray just like <laughs> sneezed one day and she was like warping stormtroopers minds. And like you said it yourself, <sighs> emperor was much more powerful than Anakin. I mean, who's the granddaughter? I, I get the emperor. I get the thought, but it's still like Anakin Skywalker didn't even have a dad because it was like, there was no, I don't know if they were going for like the Virgin Mary kind of thing. Yes, because she was impregnated by these. By the force. Yeah, the metachlorin. Metachlorian. Oh, yeah, that's the word. That's a big word. We should just have a Star Wars <laughs> podcast. Why are we even doing this fantasy? That is actually a fantastic Dude, we idea. We would be able to dive in pretty deep. That's all I'm saying. 
And then it's like the uh, Mandalorian and stuff. There's all this great oh, stuff that's, that's out there. coming out pretty soon. Season two coming your way. Not a sponsor. When it, that's on the thirtieth. I believe so. So that's Disney Plus like next week. Yeah, that's when I got to renew my Disney Plus membership. Not a sponsor. Oh also. man. Yeah. No. Mandalorian. Okay, Mandalorian back on. But yeah. Okay. So Ray. Oh, we're... <laughs> Ray is <laughs> continuing on with the Star Wars uh, Delivery Man podcast. Ray was a descendant of Emperor Palpatine. Yes. Anakin Skywalker is a descendant of the Force itself. Yes. And he was the chosen one. Chosen one. I'm giving quotations. Oh, man. How great would it be to have the the drop where he just got like his legs cut off by (laughs) Obi-Wan? You're supposed to be the chosen one. Oh, man. That scene gets to me. Every time. Uh, yeah oh dude. see that was actually me that was not a drop that was pretty good Thanks. yeah i've been practicing my I, sleep i started i started getting like i got on this youtube uh <laughs> this youtube thing where like these nerdy guys such as ourselves were like showing their girlfriends star wars for the first time right and they got to that scene like where they got to mustafar and anakin like force choked Padme mm-hmm. and the ladies, all the oh. girls are like, Oh my gosh, he had these dreams and then he turned to the dark side and he's the one that kills her. And it's like, Yeah, it's, it's all deep. like full circle. It's like, deep. basically, if you would have just been a good person, right? And when they happen, everything would have been good. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole story of Star Wars. Yep, summed up for you in five minutes and 30 seconds. Wow. That may, I really want to watch Star Wars now. Yeah, you should, you oh, should always want to watch it every time it's on. I'm like on TBS, which is like once every month. That's my weekend straight star wars okay so i kind of want to do a star wars ranking right now I f- do we have time do we've got nothing but time so should we do a star wars ranking right now uh, i think we should okay <laughs> <laughs> if you like our star wars ranking you can hit us up um on twitter at deliveryman <laughs> underscore ff or find us on our facebook page the deliveryman fantasy football podcast should, should we pause and write it down or should we do this all live um you know what i think uh let's do a live the best things are done live okay so you are between the newest one which is what is the newest one called actually you know what we could do we could take a break for our sponsor segment and then we can come back with the results of our top nine uh star wars if you want to do that i think we can do that okay unless you want to do a live right now let's do let's do let's do top four top four okay we can do top four okay so for you you said you're between is it the rise of skywalker no 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 no. if we're gonna do like top four if we're like i'm just saying i enjoyed that one but revenge of the sith is my number one i think i might have to be right there with you okay i don't know a lot of people disagree with me on that a lot of people do not like that one for some reason i'm like what i don't fantastic yeah the opening scene the opening like um space battle is Mm -hmm. like legit Mm -hmm. i was in the theaters for that one and i was like right i'm watching star wars chancellor's all like do it yeah yeah that guy that guy yeah i'd have to go revenge of the sith I'd have to go Revenge of the Sith number one, too. Okay, but then... I Dude, let's stop right now. Okay. End, end of this podcast, we're going to do a Star Wars draft. 
Okay, let's do that. Star then. Wars episodes okay. draft. Okay, we will do that. Okay, okay. So, so we're so totally off. Towards the end of the episode, and you will hear our draft. We will do, well, it's going to be a snake draft too. And we're going to post it, we are just post like it. we did the mock draft. Yep, and you will. And people are going to have to vote who has the best Star Wars. And we're not going to do names. We're going to no do names. teams. Yes. So then if you have not listened, you have to actually decide which Star Wars episodes were better. I'm down. That's okay. what we're going to do. Problem solved. Awesome. Good. Back on track. <laughs> we're going to have to flip a coin to see who gets basically Revenge of the Sith here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to go with the number one pick. Revenge oh. of the Sith. All right. Okay. All right. I, I got, uh, I guess I kind of got the story time today. Story time. I finally got a haircut. It looks dapper. It this I have not cut my hair since before this pandemic started. Oh. Which was February? Was it January or it was, was it February? Around the February time. So it's yeah. Almost been a full I now that I'm saying that, I wish I would have just waited and done Dude, the you full were already year. in too deep because then you could have like, yeah, you could have been like, uh, I made it or something like <laughs> I did not shave or cut my hair. So uh we grew up in Coleman, Coleman, Wisconsin. And uh there's not like there's barber shops, or whatever. Right. I always got my my hair cut there and you know, nothing against uh nothing against my normal person who always used to cut my hair growing up, but I finally got a real haircut. Like <laughs> I did not know what it really was about. I paid thirty dollars to get my hair cut yesterday. Welcome to the jungle, baby. And I've been so used to paying like somewhere between 10 and 15. Oh. So let's yeah. just put that in perspective. Mm -hmm. This dude cut my hair. He trimmed my beard. And like it wasn't it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going in for a haircut. He was like, this was an experience. It was like the whole like, yeah, whole nine yards. I've never had my hair blow dried by some other person, <laughs> but that happened yesterday. Wow. He blow dried my hair. He blow dried my beard. And I was like, this is the most amazing day of my life. <laughs> it, it looks very nice. Like I said, well, and like I said, when I, I, I congratulate you on welcoming you, um, I too pay a, an amount similar to yours and I have to make my one eyebrow too. Yeah, and it's painful every time. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, the reaction I get from my wife is, you know. So. <laughs> well, this guy, he, he has a pretty good reputation from what I understood. I, I never had my hair, you know, cut by him before. Um, but I'd seen. Is he stuff. in Marinette? No, he's in Green Bay. Okay. Based out of Green Bay and O'Connell Falls. Wow. He actually is the Green Bay Packers barber. Shut up. I'm dead serious. That's pretty sweet. He kind of talked about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, I heard that, but I didn't want to bring it up, you know, whatever, and mm -hmm. he appreciated that. I, you know, small town, it's just like, I don't want to get to know you because you know the Packers, even though it's it's a big deal. The guy was super nice. He was a super cool guy. I wish oh. I would have talked to him. I, I mean, We could have plugged him in here, you know? Oh, right. I mean, and it's like the one time I met a oh, Packer player, he was good. Oh, haha, ha Clinton Dix. I met him. Oh, really? Like, That's I, cool. And I, like, I knew who he was, and it was one of those things where, like you could see on his face, like, dude, I don't want to sign an autograph. And I just like shook his hand and be like, dude, I appreciate what you're doing, man. And you could see like it was kind of like, that was nice. That was thank you for not making me do something, right. you know, and jumping through a hoop. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think they appreciate he's that. Doing now. He's playing for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Is he? Oh, okay. Well, I think so. Haha. He went from Washington football team to Chicago. To Dallas. To Dallas, I believe. 
jump so around. Reunited with uh, Mike McCarthy. I wonder, oh, wonder how he feels out? about that. Yeah. I know that there's some uh, trouble in paradise there in uh, Dallas from what I'm hearing. But, yeah, we'll you know, talk about like, that. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to dive in too deep on that. In the, in the new segment. Yeah. Which, uh, I guess we're there. <laughs> Breaking news. Oh, on the news today. The Cowboys players, uh, this was actually the first thing on my list. So that, yeah, oh, that sweet. was a great segue, Kyle. Wow. Which is what I was aiming for with our lack of communication we prior to the show. We did not even put that together. That is, how, that is how naturally fantastic we are at podcasting. I believe intuitive is the word we're looking for. <laughs> is that correct? Well, big word. I, let's just go with it. All right. oh. Somebody really smart is like these guys are total <laughs> dorks. <laughs> no, it's not intuitive. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Cowboys players, I don't remember which one it was, but they, uh, I guess they were talking to reporters saying they are unhappy with the coaching staff, saying they are unprepared. Oh, I guess Jane Slater was the uh, reporter who oh. the players were talking to okay. um, of the NFL Network. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's never good news. No, not this early in this. Uh, yeah, especially this early. Yeah, that's really sad. One, and the, the hardest thing was, it was such a talented group where it was like, I still am shocked with what the record is right now. Right. But yeah. there's, but they're leading the East. Which doesn't, well, it doesn't it's not a lot. Much, but I'm just right. saying in all actuality, they're in first place in their division. But before the season started, you were talking about Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper. They just drafted this really hot name, C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup had a good year last year. Ezekiel Elliott, the one of you know arguably the best running backs in the league right now, mm -hmm. on that offense. And it's like, but the offense wasn't the problem, right? You know, it, it really the, wasn't. Yeah. You know, the defense has got some holes in it. You know, yeah, metaphorical holes in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, like because if there were holes in a boat it would sink it, it really would which is what i'm bringing which has know. happened sinking ship <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what did they played uh was it the sunday night game against arizona uh, or was that the that monday, the night, monday game? night game yeah and i watched i watched a good portion of it and it, it was ugly i wouldn't even i would say on both sides really yeah, yeah. it was not a pretty game as yeah, well as like kyler murray like 39 percent and he only there. complete like nine passes. That's what I'm saying. Is like he was most efficient on his legs. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, it was not. It was not pretty. No. Uh, Zeke fumbled twice, and that kind of gave all the momentum to the Arizona Cardinals, and they uh, ran away with it. There was a lot of garbage time points, which I greatly appreciated having Amari Cooper in a couple legs. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was okay with it. Yeah, I'll um, take it. <laughs> Tua Tonga Vailoa is to start the rest of seasons. <laughs> Tua Tonga Vailoa is to start the rest of the season. Uh, right now, the Dolphins are three and three. Uh, I'm a Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're oh, going into the, into the bye week, and uh, I feel like the coaches were all like, "Okay, like I just feel like they're going into the bye. They're like all smiles and stuff like that. Okay, it's Tua Tonga Vailoa. Like we got a rookie, you know, mm -hmm. and then." Uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa looks at the game after the bye week and realizes it's Aaron Donald against the LA Rams. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, I would not. <laughs> yeah, if that was my first, Your hey, here first I am game. Moment. Yeah. I don't, I think I'd pick a different one. Yeah. But uh, tough start. But that's yeah. a tough, tough one for Ryan Fitz, 
Brian Fitzpatrick. But it was like one of our first one one of our first episodes when we said they'll start off two and three and then they'll make yeah. the switch and pretty you darn close that. three you and three. That. Yeah, we're close. And uh, it's crazy to think that in this division right now they are ahead of the Patriots. Yep. And they're let's just go there. They're ahead of the Patriots. They're deciding to make this quarterback change. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, it's three and three. It's not great, but the Dallas Cowboys, anybody in the NFC East, I mean, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. I I, want to understand it, but I want to think like you're doing better than a lot of the league right now. Could you imagine the motivation of Jerry Jones went after Fitz right now? I actually thought about that would, that would be and the trade deadlines coming up week seven. So right. it's like there could be a lot of sweet trades going down. I thought about Dallas. I thought about Cleveland because oh, last yeah. week uh Baker looked horrendous. Well, they benched him. Yeah. Hmm. Um who else was I thinking for Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, the Colts. Oh, I wish. I'd welcome that. I think they're over uh Philip Rivers. I don't know. Already. He did put over 300 last week. So maybe he's all like a sleeping giant. I'm awake now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I doubt. I really doubt. Well, man, is that their, is this their plan? I mean, who's that? The Colts? No, the, oh, the I Dolphins. Am. Like, are well, they, you, you can't go back now. It's like, that would just damage the rookie's perception of how he feels about himself for like the rest of his career. Hey, I mean, remember the time I got to start? I, I, I had heard that it was kind of their plan that they were going to start to after the buy, but now I'm starting to think, were they planning on trying to trade Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, that's deep. And then start to afterwards. But then I'm like, wouldn't you want Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, with Tua through the rest of the season? Because he ultimately is a rookie. We've seen the rookies look really good thus right. far. Right. Um, but maybe that's what they're getting excited about, you know? too like maybe if it wasn't the original plan maybe like well look at how these other guys worked all like herbert and right you know well Earl's. like what what i'm getting is why trade fitzpatrick away because he's i mean he's a veteran he's he's kind of coaching to in the same you know true but maybe fitz is feeling a little burned right now maybe he's like you know i kind of want to i don't really want to work with this guy and that's not his character though i mean no, for, it's, it's just the It'd just be neat. He's probably the nicest guy. He is. He handled, you know, I mean, he was saying he was heartbroken and whatnot. Like he was really surprised by the move and whatever, but still a pretty stand up guy. You know, makes you feel bad for him. All right. Moving on. Uh, John Ross has requested a trade from the Cincinnati Bengals. And they should trade him ASAP. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Oh, bummer. You want to go somewhere else? You know, is it crazy to think that? At, on this offseason, we were really hopeful to get Robbie Anderson on the Green Bay side because of his speed. Mm-hmm. And then you think about John Ross because uh, Lazard's still on IR. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Okay. Actually, what I heard whispers of is AJ Green. Really? To Green Bay. Oh, I don't know how it I'm feel just about saying, that. I'm just saying, if you can get him for a price, it's like veteran. Eh, maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. I I maybe prefer the younger John Ross over him. And plus, it sounds For like sure. Bob Ross, which is like epic. So, <laughs> well, you know. and and the thing too is he's not even. I don't think he's suiting up. No, he's right? inactive. I don't even think they. I know they had him listed in inactives and not for injury related reasons. Right. It's just uh, we ain't got no room for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess speed isn't everything, absolutely everything you want. No, but you can stretch that field, you know. Right. Hmm. You you do ultimately have to catch passes if you're a wide receiver. You can't just run. Yeah, you have to have hands. (laughs) Like four two (laughs) forties. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Whatever he ran. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, and this is kind of from last week. Uh, He was dropped last week. He was signed, was it the day after, two days after? He was signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, I know you are the Clyde Edwards-Alaire owner in our league. Yep. Um, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire said he is willing to learn from Le'Veon Bell. So it seems like, I don't want to say this is going to be a good fit, but it's like, well, a veteran to a rookie, all this stuff. It's It'll be interesting to see um, what this backfield looks like next week. Maybe mm-hmm. when Bell is suiting up. Mm-hmm. But I'm over here just being like, warning, 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 warning. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what to expect now, especially with the performance of uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire on uh, over the last weekend here. It was pretty promising, but maybe was that like his swan song? Is this like know? the perfect time to try and trade high for or try oh, trade know. high. And that's what I'm like in a constant struggle with because most people won't go super high on him because they're like, only be on bells there, so I shouldn't have to give you a lot for him, even though he's a good low, like like low floor player. Like he's constantly ten or higher, you know. Yeah. Like his floor is like awesome because it's like I don't have to worry about him. Right. Just plug him in. But yeah, I'm not getting much for uh, decent offers lately. Maybe you should make me an offer because you have a chance of winning this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I actually thought about it. Watch, I was planning on doing like a whole spiel because Kyle and I are going against each other. This is big. This is a preview of the championship. The only time this regular season that Kyle and I are, are going against each other. Maybe we'll probably meet in the playoffs. No, no, we, well, maybe if you can win. Oh, well, I'll be there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You have it set up that way with that division you got. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what is that going at? Oh, I was going to try and trade for him. But I figured you wouldn't do that on a week that we were going against each other. Uh, if the price is right, I do a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, David Njoku is still hoping for a trade from the Browns. Mm-hmm. I started uh, reading stuff on that. So he, I think he had asked for a trade after the Austin Hooper signing. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not really happy with his role right now, and, and he's still hoping to be traded away from the Browns right now. Mm. Um, not a whole lot on that. <laughs> this one. The Jets are on pace for the worst point differential in the NFL history. Oh, man. I saw such a funny meme. It was uh, like a face of uh, Trevor Lawrence when he was like, if the Jets go 0-16 and it's like him like knowing he could stay for his senior year to escape the Jets. But then if they go 0-16 next year, he has no choice but to go to the NFL. Yeah. He's get picked by the Jets anyways. He'd do like Eli Man. He'd oh. just say, I'm not Yeah, he'd just shake his head like... <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Are they... I believe... I've, I've heard this, uh, so don't quote me on it. I have not read it. I did not do the research. I believe they are the only team that has not scored 100 points this far. I think they're in the 70s. Oh, wow. No, I, I, that's totally believable. Yeah. I think they were shut out last week by the Dolphins, which originally, yeah. you know, I did not think the Dolphins were very good, but, but they, they are 3-3 three and three they right now. They looked really good, too. They have the looked Jets. really good. The Jets look um, horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> and they just gave their you know this is a funny thing huh. they gave away their two correct me if i'm wrong I their might. two best players this are, last year are you talking about crowder and bell no oh uh jamal adams yep the safety yep and Le'Veon bell oh no crowder's in the jets i'm just so confused because it doesn't make sense that there's a good player there right now yeah but yeah you are correct with adams wasn't happy they shipped him out Yep, Seattle, and then uh, yeah, now Bell. Oh my gosh, that team! I feel so bad for their fan base right now. Kansas City's paying Bell one million dollars. That's it. Are you one serious? Year, one million dollars, and the rest of that money is coming from the Jets. So he's basically just going for. He's a, just going for a ring, a Lombardi yeah. Trophy. Like, All right, yeah, I'll play for that because I'm still getting paid by that other team. Hey man, go for it. He, yeah. he is. That's uh, seven million dollars right now. That's insane. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's doable. Nothing to shake your finger at. <laughs> Adam Gase, um, we're not gonna. We're yeah, not gonna... Gonna, yeah. <laughs> we, if you want more punching big uh, things we've said about Adam Gase, reflect back on our last uh, episodes. Just go back and listen to yeah. like any of our episodes, possibly. Uh, probably out of the this is I think our seventeenth episode, and yeah, probably fourteen out of them. Or or I'll just throw it out there. Listen to any fantasy football podcast. Oh yeah, yeah we can open it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. So let's get into the bad news of last week. We'll get into the injuries. Miles Sanders with a knee injury. Oh, he's expected to be on short-term IR. But the latest thing that I've heard from it is it might only be two to four weeks. So that might not be IR, oh. but it is is expected to be so okay. i'm not 100 sure if you look on your uh lee right now it's possible that he is not quite on ir yet mm-hmm. what happened with austin eckler was i believe they waited till the sunday right before the game to put him on ir because i believe anything before excuse me the game start mm-hmm. then that counts for ir that week oh possibly okay so maybe that's something, maybe that's something that happened that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, whole lot of ankle sprains right here. So <laughs> Zach Ertz, Janu Smith, Mark Ingram, uh, Raheem Mostert all have ankle sprains. Zach Ertz, Janu Smith, and Mark Ingrams are kind of just watch guys. You know, they're not. They could play this next week, but um, that's going to be something that you really need to look into especially Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. I have not read up on Janu Smith uh, really at all, so I'm not 100% sure on that injury. Um, I think the Mark Ingram, it's possible that he plays this next week. Raheem Mostert, he had a high left ankle sprain, mm-hmm. and obviously when that high word gets in there, that's when it gets nasty. Ah. So <laughs> he, is, <laughs> he is also likely to be on the short-term IR list. Um, so that is a minimum of three weeks, which, uh, the previous high ankle sprain people are C or not CH, um, Christian McCaffrey, who mm-hmm. I think we were expecting back Sometimes two soon. weeks ago. Well, you were, you were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, now his coach is kind of saying we could expect him back this week or next week or the week after. So. Oh, breaking news! Not sounding promising. If you are the uh, Christian McCaffrey, oh, no, do you I'm have not. breaking news? Yeah, Mark Ingram is not playing this weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? 
Why? It's the bye week. <laughs> oh, is it yeah. this week? Yeah. Oh, okay. There. <laughs> oh, Mark. That's my breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. The Ravens are on a bye this week. Well, I just wanted to make it sound like it was more like intense. Oh. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's not playing this week. So don't worry. Don't put him in your lineup. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, are yeah. you are you looking at things right now? Kind can you of. look up can you look up Jonah Smith? I'm gonna look up Zach. Ertz. I have Jonah Smith ankle spring is day to day. Okay. Well and, that and was very fast. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. You have I also have uh rolled his ankle day to day. Okay. Wow, you're on top of it. I am on top of things. You're on top of it today, Kyle. Good for top you. Top of man. the world. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the behind the scenes of this podcast. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into this. You think we're just like, you know, these like whatchamacallit pieces of eye candy. You guys turn into all day suckers, but we got a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes. You know what? We'll give a little shout out to Jason. Jason Aww. Champagne was supposed to be on this week. The professor. I was uh, actually got a, the I got, professor. I got, I got a nickname for him. It's gonna be the handcuff. So the handcuff. Because he was my handcuff when I was a varsity running back. Oh, he was okay. my handcuff. So right. it's Jason, the handcuff, champagne. He was supposed to be on this week, so he would have uh he would be seeing all the behind the scenes right now and seeing how fun it is to make this podcast. Yeah, he's missing out on it. Uh, Stupid cold. Yeah. So, oh, shout out to you, Jason. Hopefully, we get you on next week, and then we can uh, we can get you on. Yeah. All right. So we will get into the studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. How about this one, Derek Henry, who Kyle you had just traded for this yes. week. Super stoked. How happy is Tony right now? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad because he's been talking about that Derrick Henry rolling up and putting that, that 40 burger up all all and yeah. I, I benefited greatly. And you also just traded him away. I did. Goodbye, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I traded him to his arch nemesis, Brandon Reimer. You know what I thought about after I saw uh, after I saw that? I was like, for how much you say Tony, like, basically owns Brandon. I was so worried that he is somehow going to make a trade with Brandon. Oh, that'd be crazy. To get him back. Uh, I don't And know. give Brandon, like, total garbage for oh, I, I, I know. He wouldn't do that to him. No. Baby. Uh, but no. It I, I went through my mind. It was, oh, okay. it was a funny thought. Yeah. Um, Brandon, you're... You're a funny guy. I'll just throw it out. There. We, like we you. give you a lot of crap, but it's because we know you can take it. Right. Uh, Derrick Henry, 22 rushing attempts for 212 yards. Because I'm a stud. Oh, my goodness. He gets double studs on that one. Two touchdowns. How about three? Three on the Because I'm a stud. Man. <laughs> yeah. Derrick Henry gets three. Uh, he had five, uh, five targets for two receptions at an additional 52, 52 yards. yards. I don't want to give him four for that because that's not super duper, but I feel like, can you give him a half? Uh, I'm going to... Because I'm a stud. Nope, that's like, I got to give him a full one. <laughs> he got four. <laughs> four, four. Uh, uh, all right. Justin Jefferson, 11 targets, uh, nine receptions, 166 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, 10 targets, 8 receptions, 137 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Kenyon Drake, my goodness. Your goodness. 
garbage time. Yes. 20 rushing attempts, 164 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, that 69-yard touchdown during uh, when you should be kneeling the ball time. Yeah. Kind of uh, swayed a lot of uh, games this week. Can I, I just say, what did, did we just had we need to talk last week? Yes, we did. Was it three or it was, I think it was three people we just talked about last week. Finally <laughs> we, had a flipping fantasy we game. We motivated the crap out of them. Um, AJ Green, uh, Gronkowski, and uh, Drake. <laughs> it's like, so if you are having a rough season, you can reach oh. us out on uh, Twitter at deliverment underscore FF. And we will mention your name. <laughs> just tell us to bash you. And we will bash you. Adam Gase is due <laughs> for some really good things coming up. Oh, he he'll basically win the Super Bowl for all he's taking right now. Oh, no doubt. He's going to the Super Bowl right now. Mm-hmm. Put in your bets right now. Jets are winning the Super Bowl in twenty. Actually, actually, in the year twenty twenty, wouldn't be the absolute craziest thing that's happened this uh, year. Yeah, they like come back and go and like let's say what like nine and seven make the playoffs and then just all the way. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised anymore. I don't rule out anything as the realm uh, of possibility anymore. <laughs> DeAndre Swift. 14 attempts, 116 yards, two touchdowns, uh, three catches on four targets for an additional seven yards. He was pretty good this week. Like, yes, he was. Ronald Jones, 23 attempts, 113 yards, two touchdowns, two uh, catches on two targets for an additional eight yards. I think he's the guy there. You know, I, I think that they're just. He's performing. I mean, I know we we like to say, well, Leonard Fournette, but I think it's just the Ronald Jones show until he shows that he can't handle it anymore. And we just talked like last week about the possibility of Le'Veon Bell going there. Yeah. Um, If you are right, is Leonard Fournette in Tampa Bay next year? No. No. Why? Why do you wonder? Well, because I feel like they've had Ronald Jones for this long. And maybe it really was uh, just last year with uh, who's the quarterback last year? Um, the Anna. quarterback for the Vulcan. oh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just him throwing uh, thirty interceptions. Well, he didn't even have that bad of a rushing number. I think he had like seven hundred ninety-four yards last year. Yeah, you know, it's not terrible. I guess when you're just throwing thirty interceptions, I guess. You're throwing the ball a lot. Right, your whole team struggles then, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I Yeah, I guess. I guess Ronald Jones, it's a good possibility that he's the guy there, but I feel like... I'm a stud. (laughs) But I feel like going out and getting uh, Leonard Fournette, it's... I don't know. It's It's, like they didn't trust him or something? Like they didn't think that they had... It's a really, really, really weird situation right now. Mm -hmm. Um. Then we got a couple quarterbacks here. Deshaun Watson. He uh, was 28 for 37, 335 yards, four touchdowns, four rushing attempts for 26 yards. Matt Ryan, 30 for 40, 30, uh, 30 for 40, 371 yards and four touchdowns. Good morning, Matt. Four rushing attempts for eight yards. Yeah, this yeah. was a must yeah, must game for and Matt Ryan. it looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, the last given. last two weeks, uh, Matt Ryan uh, shareholders, which I am one of them, uh, I was pretty frustrated. I was fringe, should be. fringe 
him as the sit down we need to talk which would have been right on par with what oh, we right. did last week he must have known <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i was really close to dropping him but i'm like i'll just give him one more week and just i'm glad that i chance. did uh yeah looked really good last week mm. um having julio jones is, seems like it's a really big deal for matt ryan all right it's a really big deal for me because i really Won my game by having Julio Jones back. Yeah. Maybe Julio Jones had two of those four touchdowns. All right. Which, oh, yeah, he was in the studs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eight catches, 137 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's a pretty good line right there. How about the the new term we are choosing to (laughs) use right here? The jack legs of the week. Jack leg. If you do not know what that word means, I did not know up until today when Kyle sent me the definition. Either are, are you looking it up I'm right now? I'm going to pull it up for you. Okay, I was going to tell the people to just look it up, but okay. I think, I think we'll go above and beyond. A jackleg is an incompetent, unskillful, or dishonest <laughs> person. This term, I'm I'm talking to Mrs. Kyle, and I'm like, you know, I need something different. And studs and stinkers. I need something fresh. I need, <laughs> and she comes up well, with this term. It just blows my mind. She, it just was like jack leg was a word in her vocabulary. No, or she had to look she it up. She took to the internet and she's like jack leg. And I'm like, what are you? <laughs> she's like jack leg, and I'm like jack leg. What? Because I thought you were saying jack wagon, which is also like I'm like okay, yeah, that's you a, know, that's right know. on par with us too, jack wagon. Mm-hmm. That'd have been a good one. That would have been, but this one has jack a, leg. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. We're gonna. I think we're gonna roll with jack oh, we leg. Absolutely are. All right. Do you have the uh, the goof drop handy? Uh, yeah. Can you just roll that for like thirty seconds while I read a couple I names can. off here? How about Nikhil Harry Zero, Nicole Hardman Zero, John Brown Goose. Cam Akers, Ghost, Mike Gesicki, Ghost. <laughs> oh, and I had two of those. What did I read? Five names. I had two of those five names on my starting squad this Jack last Lake. week. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, uh, yeah. Against Joey. And yeah. he won with Kirk. Christian Kirk. Basically, right in the last game, I felt so confident. I was like, I got Nikhil Harry, and that game looked horrendous because it was just downpouring. It looked like a monsoon. In mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Nicole Hardman did nothing for me. Not to mention Nikhil Harry did nothing for me. He's done nothing for a lot of people. We yeah. should have talked to him last week. He is dropped. He is now a free. Well, if you want to claim a waiver for him in our league. You may do that right I've now. I've seen that. It's not worth worth my waiver position, which is like the lowest, I think. Nope. Right now. Not worth it. Yep. Uh, Odell Beckham. Four targets, two receptions, 25 yards. This game got ugly really fast. It did. The mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers steamrolled Baker Mayfield. Yep. Uh, basically, the Browns' whole offense. Mm-hmm. They had no rushing game. Baker Mayfield looked like a scared kid. <laughs> uh he got benched because I, I just I don't even know. Yeah. Like this is kind of what 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 I'd said with Fitz Fitzpatrick is just like 
I don't know at this point. I know they're four. Are they four and one? Are they four and two? They're four and two now. Yeah. I don't know if Baker's the answer right now. I don't think so. Yeah. Nope. I don't think that's the one that's uh, well, winning the games for him. I feel bad for saying that because I, I am a fan of of uh, of Baker. But well, it's okay to be a fan of them, but also yeah. at the same time being like, "What are you doing, man?" Like if they if they went into their next draft drafting a quarterback for their first pick and you know whatever, mm-hmm. I think that's a mistake. They really need to build up this offensive line. I think before they 100 percent move on from Baker Mayfield. Wait a minute, when would the Cleveland Browns ever draft a first round quarterback? <laughs> that doesn't sound like <laughs> that's the Cleveland Browns. I know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Will they this year? <laughs> I don't think they should. I think they just need to find something and um, they need to build around. It. Yeah, yeah. They have so much talent on that offense. They just need to build around it. The bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. It, it really <laughs> is. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, five targets, two receptions, thirty-two yards. Michael Gallup, six targets. Two receptions, 23 yards. That game was also very ugly. Um, Michael Gallup, I feel like we've said this before. Is Michael Gallup droppable right now with Andy yep. Dalton? Yep, I think this is the nail in the coffin for uh, whether he should be able to remain on your team, on your bench, or cut him loose. And I go with cut him loose now. I want it to be like on the fringe of this was a really, really ugly game for the Cowboys, and I feel like Andy Dalton should do better. But was that ugly where I'm like, I think you can drop. Yeah, because Michael the Gallup. 264 yards that he put up was not a confident 264 yards passing. It was no. like a lot came during garbage time. Yeah, I didn't watch the garbage time. I watched enough that I thought. This uh, is garbage. Yeah, yeah no, Andy Dalton looked not good. I shouldn't. I was going to. I don't know. The whole team did not look good. They have offensive line problems as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this one, problems, this one, I don't like at all. Aaron Rodgers, he was 16 for 35, 160 yards, two interceptions. He looked so good the first, what, 10 minutes. Then yep. he threw the pick six, and then it was just like. All downhill from there. What was the final score of this one? Uh, 30? 38 to 10. It was basically after the pick six. Yeah, because I've seen a bunch of the memes of Brady holding up four fingers. How many touchdowns did the Packers lose by? Oh, way to spin that, Buccaneers fans. Man, it, it was <laughs> sorry. It, it was Eager basically it was basically like the first ten minutes was the Packers, you know, ten to zero. Then it was the pick six, and that that pick six was worth thirty eight points. Yep. Because the game was over after that, which is weird because you, you, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it really was. It looked like they they walked in with so much swagger and you know, I was like, Wait so a confident. And then that pick six, and it was just like, is that like uh, what's his face, uh, Aaron Rodgers, like kryptonite? Like if you do a pick six against right, Aaron Rodgers, he shot for the rest of the game. I don't know. It's it like, just it it just seemed like he got shook. Like it was. It was like an uppercut to the jaw. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like he, he, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't either. The Packers are better than what you've seen last week. So mm-hmm. I, as a Green Bay Packer fan, I'm not freaking out just yet. Uh, this was just the off week. Yeah. You know, outside of the first 10 minutes. I Show. choose to believe. Show. 
I'm getting out of the shower. <laughs> I choose to believe that the first 10 minutes of this game was the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And the last, you know, 15 minutes was um, the, the, the Jets. Jets, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Mike Evans, two targets, one reception, 10 yards. This is kind of really what's going on with Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of targets, not a lot of receptions, not a lot of yards. And Chris Godwin's back. Yep. Uh, oh, you are the Mike I Evans. I am the Mike Evans now. Now. How are you feeling about that? I enjoyed the Derrick Henry part of that trade more than the Mike <laughs> Evans one. So, yeah. yeah, I'm a little, uh, well, I'll give him a couple more weeks. I would, I, this is, well, I'm going to talk about that yeah, a little we'll bit talk later. About later. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Madison, which oh, we were all thinking if he was half of what Dalvin Cook can be, he'll be fine. Such a bummer. 10 rushing attempts for 26 yards, uh, two targets, one reception for four yards. Yeah, you were not happy with this nope. one. Juju Smith Schuster, four targets, two receptions for six yards. Yeah. Ty- Tyreek Hill. Oh, yes. <laughs> Three targets, three receptions for 20 yards. Again, this was a monsoon. So, you know, this isn't like a freak out if you're the Tyreek Hill owner in your league. This is just, if you watched the game, you saw that it it was not good weather for Mm -hmm. throwing the football around. And you saw that on both sides, in all honesty. Right. Cooper Cup, uh, nine targets for three receptions, uh, 11 yards. LaVisca Chenault. Seven targets, three receptions for 10 yards. It it felt like a really ugly week this week. I feel like for a lot, more, a lot more uh, a lot more games. <laughs> yeah, a lot of jack legs this week. But I feel like even when I looked at the fantasy scores in a lot of almost all my leagues, I want to say there was one. One out of well, I should say the three. That are like legitimate. You know, I have the one six six team league, which you know they break a hundred every single week. Mm-hmm. But outside of that league, there was only one team that I think broke a hundred and fifty, maybe, mm-hmm. which is pretty high. But I feel like this year, especially, it's been a lot. It happens a lot more than the past couple of years. But I feel like if you made 120 points, there was a pretty good chance you won, oh, right. your, you won your week this week. Right. Because it just didn't seem pretty fair. Yeah, some of those home run hitters just weren't home run hitters. Yeah. They were just kind of base hit. Base hit. Yeah. Single. Or they were jack legs. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> jack leg. And that concludes our jack leg segment. <laughs> that went together pretty well. Yeah, I thought. All right, let's take a look into the waivers. They just ran last night. Kyle, any interest in Tua Tungavailoa? No, it's his bye week. It's his bye week, and not to mention, (laughs) uh, we have no idea what's going to happen. He is currently 100% on the season, though. Yeah, what is he, two for two? Absolutely. For how many yards? 19. Is it 19? I think so. Wow, Hall of Fame. Let's put him in there right now. Stick him in. (sighs) Oh. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It is a good Dolphins team. Um, yeah, let's wait and see. Hmm. If you're that desperate, maybe in your like a two quarterback league, I can understand this move. But outside of that, uh, wait and see. I think is our best 
best uh, strategy here. At the running backs, Boston Scott with the news of uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, interesting pickup. Derek McKinnon kind of in the same boat. And DeAndre Swift. Let's do our rank the three. Mm-hmm. Boston Scott of the Philadelphia Eagles. Jared McKinnon of the 49ers and DeAndre Swift of the Detroit Lions. I would go McKinnon, Swift, and then uh, uh, Scott. Just because Scott has led before and has not been pretty doing it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I'm okay if you go Swift at number one. Okay. Because I think, like, once uh, Raheem Moster comes back, uh, we've seen kind of what is going to happen with McKinnon. Not to mention, um, I guess we could throw his name in here. How about Tevin Coleman? He's still injured, yeah. but now with Raheem Mostert out, again, we have not seen what it looks like with Jared McKinnon and Tevin Coleman in the lineup healthy. Mm-hmm. Is it interesting to pick up here? Well, it's intriguing, but there's also another uh, guy who's got his hands in the honeypot there. Is it Jeff Wilson? No, it's something Hart. I'll have to get the name for you. Hmm. You just keep talking. I get it. Yeah. Um. If if I would rank, yeah. If I would rank the three, I'm between Jared McKinnon and DeAndre Swift and one mm-hmm. Boston Scott. Yeah, like you said, at three, we've seen already what happens. Although he is going against the Jets this week, so if you needed a spot start right here, I feel like you could have a little bit more confidence in Boston Scott. What you got, Kyle? I wasn't correct on the last name being Hart. I was close. It's uh, Jamichael Hasty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna come up with like something way totally different, oh, like no. Smith or it something. Was close, Hasty Hart, <laughs> but he's grabbing the interest of many in the fantasy football realm as being uh, somebody that's gonna be getting some love there, I guess. Yeah, so. because I think once uh, once Moster got hurt. I think he's kind of a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. So I think Jeff Wilson was not active. Oh, so okay. I think that's kind of why he saw the field. So I would be a little hesitant to add him. Um, let some other teams go for it. And let them. And then we're just going to take whoever they drop. Yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. And wide receiver, we talked about him last week. I guess we're going to talk about him again. Travis Fulgham. Because I'm a stud. <laughs> <laughs> He basically is the uh, wide receiver core of the Philadelphia Eagles. He is the Philadelphia Eagles, period. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's rank the wide receiver ads here. Do um, Travis Fulgham. Yep. That's one. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're good with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I mean, I would check. Any, any names? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he... He should have been he added last, been last week. Yeah, I mean, especially in those deeper leagues of like 12-man leagues, he's not going to be around there anymore. Right, yeah. Um, at tight end, Anthony Fisker, or F- is it Fixer? Finkser? Ferkser? Ferkser? Yeah. Oh, I missed the R in my writing here. He's a <laughs> Tennessee tight end uh, now with a Jono Smith injury. Um. Last week, he went uh, nine targets, eight receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. We don't really do a lot of tight ends. Breaking news. Oh, dude, we got some breaking news. What happened? Uh, as of today, the Seahawks are po- positioned to make a push to sign Antonio Brown if reinstated by the NFL eligible week eight. What? That just happened. That was one thing I wanted to mention, too, was I thought 
you and Tony were kind of foolish because <laughs> Tony had him for a while, then he dropped him, and then you picked him up. And I was like, seriously, Kyle. <laughs> but I did not know that as of right now, he is serving his suspension while he is not That's playing on I'm a team. Saying, man. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, I well, did we, not know eight, that. Maybe we got something going here. I thought it was like he gets signed and then oh, he serves no, his suspension. No, 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 no. What's going on right now? I'm such an idiot. Ah, welcome to the jungle. Dang it. I'm going to have to get a drop for him. Welcome to the jungle. But is that a good landing spot for him? Yeah. I feel like that just totally bombs on everything I, I think there. it bombs on Lockett. DK Metcalf DK and Tyler Lockett. DK is not going to be affected by it. Not to mention Josh uh, Gordon is serving a suspension there. Yeah. Uh, is it D, DJ Moore? Not DJ Moore. No. It's DK Moore? DK. Something more. Yeah. One of the other uh, Seattle guys, he had one good week. Okay, what's the more that's in uh, Carolina? DJ Moore. Okay, so it's not DJ Moore. It's not DJ okay. Moore. I feel like I have him written down. JD here, so Moore. Just... <laughs> no, I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. Um, gosh, I feel like I had him written down on here. No, maybe not. So basically, that's why I brought in that into the breaking news segment of the wide receiver pickups. I know you were in the tight ends at this point, but I'm like, we might have somebody in there. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. And yeah, it's week six and a half right now going into week seven. Mm -hmm. If he can be reinstated, is it he's reinstated week eight or is it that's his last week suspension uh, so he can come back in week nine? Yes, he can come back in week nine. Yeah. Either this week or next week is probably the week to get him. Yep. If he gets signed, then you might have missed it. But he's at the top of the waivers right now. Really? So that's how I'm feeling like maybe this there's a lot more to this than what. Did we go over this last year? We may have. <laughs> <laughs> what was it he got signed with? Uh, signed with Oakland. Yeah, he signed with Oakland. Then he went to New England. Then he got cut. Then he got cut, yep. And then I feel like there was, like, I text you, like, hey, go grab Antonio Brown in all your leagues because there's yes. some news that he's getting signed somewhere. Like, I think it was, like, the Ravens or something weird like that, that he was going to go and be a part of something. And then he just kept on, like, bad news after bad news after yeah. bad news. But, Seattle. Man, it's, it it like, in the NFL realm, it's like, dang, Seattle's going to get dangerous. In the fantasy realm, it's like, please, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, for me. Please, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we go Anthony Fersker. Fersker? That sounds good. Uh, yeah, last <laughs> week with uh, um, Jonu Smith. Smith going out, he went nine targets, eight receptions, 113 yards, and one touchdown. As I was saying before, we don't do a lot of tight ends. In these studs and stinkers, because it feels like they are either or. They're either a stud or a what did I what is the word jack leg? Jack leg. <laughs> yes, jack they're leg. either a stud or a jack leg. Jack that leg. Is <laughs> all of the tight end position. Yes. Uh, Rob Gronkowski had a week last week. Is this possibly just he needed a couple weeks to become? I don't know. Relevant? I, I, I needed back to back weeks out of him to. Go chase him again. Yeah. He broke my heart too many times. It's it's interesting as an ad if you have a spot on your bench just to kind of burn up. Yeah. Um, outside of that. Not a lot of people uh, have a spot on their bench to burn up on a tight end, though. Right. Right. Yeah, no. Uh Darren Fells of the Houston Texans. He put up a good line last week. I think he did also the week before. Yep. 
two weeks in a row. Um, so he's heating up if you go NBA Jam rules. Ooh, I love NBA yeah. Jam. So uh, one more week and he's on fire. Fire. But it's against the Packers. So hopefully not too much fire. Yeah, hopefully not too much. Mm-hmm. All right. And before we get into the week seven preview, gosh, I feel like there was something I was going to say. I don't know. You don't tell me a lot of things anymore. That's true. It's probably better <laughs> this, off that way. This has been a bad uh, or a very weird last week for uh, Kyle and I. And we are back. We are going to jump right into things that we have learned. I mean, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> We're going into week seven. So this is the uh, mid-season point of the regular season of fantasy football right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, we're halfway through, which I thought about it today. It kind of hit me. It's like we're halfway through regular season fantasy football right now. It feels really, That's really, really weird. You know, and I was driving around the other day, and it's like, I feel like we, we just drafted. Like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, we just watch regular football. Did not talk about it to anybody? Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Wow. <laughs> But that's when our Star Wars podcast takes off. Hey, so, hey I'm down with that. <laughs> what you, what, football Ma- season's over. What are you talking about downstairs in our basement now? Oh, Star Wars. The new season of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. All right. Things that we've learned. Kyle, do you want to go first? How many things you got? You got two? I have two with a third one being an asterisk. Okay. Well, should, we can do the third one. We can kind of do if the I, third if one. If I feel together. like it, don't put that kind of unfair pressure okay. on me. Right. Okay. Gosh, every time I go someplace, <laughs> you make me wear this turtleneck. Let's have you go first because now that you brought up Star Wars, I got to do some, I got to write down some Star Wars. Oh, yeah, we have to do that, yeah. I mean, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> what I'm learning a lot of, and I've always respected the fact of handcuffs. I get it. I understand the concept of it. But in this injury, injury ridden league this year, all your number ones, high number twos, there's very few that are still standing. Barkley, gone. CMC, injured for a while. Eckler, out for however many weeks. Still don't even know. Who else we got in that? I can't even think of all the other ones. But anyways, point being, oh, Cook, hurt his groin. It's yeah. like all these guys you're calling on to be those workhorses that you just plug in and don't even have to worry about anything. I think handcuffs are showing how important that they are because – there are people that are, I thought you were going to like write something down and hold it up. But anyway, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, like I said, I always understood the concept. I respect it, whatever. But I never really thought much of it. It was like, hey, if I get down to the 13th round and, you know, Alexander Madison's still there, Madison, I'll grab him. You know, if I have Dalvin Cook in the first round. It's so funny that you bring that up right now because, like I mentioned last week, your brother added Alexander Madison. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, okay, it's that time. And, in the back of my mind this week, I'm thinking like, I think I'm going to go after Tony Pollard this week. Mm-hmm. Guess who picked up Tony Pollard he off the waivers? On top of things. <laughs> it always blows my mind. It's like he's got like some kind of an inside track that we don't even know about. Man, it's just like. Because I actually saw that too, and I'm like, huh. And I guess it never even crossed my mind, and I wrote a podcast. Like, we, we, we just said like we had to you know send a message to all the people in our league that we are going to stop doing. We used to do. The waivers, you know, would run. And then at the end of, I think on Tuesday, like you would get a new waiver priority based on where you're ranked. So like if you're ranked last, you get the w- waiver number one. And I've had a bunch of leagues where it was like you could basically sit on the bottom, pick up a bunch of people, and then you have a really good team just because you 
sucked so long right that all of a sudden you are a championship team which feels really like, cheap. why should you be rewarded for that right so we changed it to your waiver priority does not reset so basically if you do not use your waivers you'll have like the first waiver priority mm-hmm. so that's kind of what i was going after i was thinking like nobody's gonna pick up tony pollard mm-hmm. like i can pick him up off free agency and not burn up my waiver priority yeah. well your brother did yeah keith like, has man. No, he does not care about waiver position he will burn it up no and i i i i don't want to say that it was a bad move by him because like i was thinking it myself is like i don't know it i i think this is twice twice now that he's sniped me off of a waiver slash free agents yep and he's all sitting over there like because i'm a stud <laughs> yeah he knows that <laughs> and they're handcuffs guys yeah. it's just that time of season hey it is that time of season okay yeah and that's what i got is just the importance of handcuffs and how this year reflects the how important it is that's all i got for my first one do you want to do both here or do you want to do one um okay well and we touched on this one last week um drafting based on bye weeks this covid ridden season has pointed out that that is no longer a strategy that anybody should ever use ever <laughs> again because it's one of those things where this covid thing it's already lasted eight months longer than i think it should have so right is this just uh as they quote unquote say the new normal is this just how this is and it's like is are we gonna have another football season affected by it next year Yikes. Time will tell. I can't see the future. I mean, in fantasy football, I can see the future. So if you just listen <laughs> to what I'm saying, but um, just on you know general stuff like that, no, I have no idea. But so I will not be using that kind of mindset anymore as far as drafting based on bye weeks, kind right. of being prepped for my bye week because now every week could be a bye week. It turns out. So that was yeah. my second one. No, is that like kind of just for this year? Or are you gonna kind of go off of that? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go off of it, period. Like it's like, one of those things that I embraced get, for a long time. Yeah, get the bye week out of your head and just kind yeah, of draft. And just kind of draft accordingly where it's not based on that uh tangent. So uh my third one, and this was one that I noticed that you did and I actually respect it quite a bit now, is the waiting on a quarterback to the late rounds. You got Josh Allen and what round was that? Like thirteenth round or something I think crazy? So yeah. Yeah. And it's like he's been the uh quarterback three or four right now right he's top five he's top five but i mean because in my other league i drafted uh Dak prescott i think in the fourth or fifth round granted it's a little bit different you have to draft your whole starting lineup before you can draft your bench players well a yeah bit you're different. drafting a quarterback yeah obviously. so it's like but either way i probably would have went quarterback at that point anyways and now look at me i got snow Dak prescott yeah that's just kind of an unfortunate situation but i mean when you look at that you know if you drafted, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, 50% of people that drafted both or one of those guys are not super happy right now because they Ooh. thought Lamar Jackson was going to be the number one or number two quarterback mm-hmm. right now. Right. And that's actually a really good segue into mine is um, the the quarterback, the quarterback, um position it's so rich right now mm-hmm. where if you drafted patrick mahomes patrick mahomes like you said or like i just said he, he's doing really well right now i think he's the white or the quarterback one or two behind mm-hmm. uh kyla murray mm-hmm. by like point something points um but 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pull this up actually right now. And while you're pulling that up, and I was glad I didn't cut you off because this did lead to what you were talking about, about quarterbacks, is I was going to point out in our draft, we actually had Patrick Mahomes go off the board, number one pick in the draft. Where was <laughs> yeah. Ryan Tannehill drafted? He was not. He was he? not drafted. That is my point. And it's like, I am sitting here trying to trade for Ryan Tannehill at this point because I lost Dak Prescott. I have not no anymore. quarterback. Why not? Because Tua Tungalailoa is starting. I, I didn't say I said Tannehill. Oh, you said Tannehill. I thought you said Ryan What's Fitzpatrick. What's Tannehill's first name? Ryan. Okay, well, then we're good. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, no, I'm not trying to get a hold of him. Ryan Tannehill, not even drafted, not even thought about being drafted. And the number he's putting up, in which I was actually trying to get my hands on that information to kind of see where he is currently standing in the polls for the uh, quarterback position. If you just bear with me, listeners, you can hear the calming sound of my voice as I bring up the fact that uh, he's nine. He's nine. He's the quarterback nine right now. Right. And it's like people who like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what's he at? Number two? Yeah, number two. Which, you know, I mean, but that's a big By difference between the, point, being the first point zero two points. That's all the difference there. Uh, well, let's just go right down the line. Do it. Kyler Murray, was he a pretty high price? Uh, I feel like I found he, he was behind Lamar Jackson. Oh, for sure. Patrick like Mahomes. he was probably the bit within the first five. Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of agree. Patrick Mahomes, arguably probably one or two. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Uh, if he was outside of five, I believe, like I said, in ours, he was outside of 10. I think right. people were drafting backups before they drafted Josh Allen. Oh, no, don't. Uh, Russell Wilson. I feel like. We talked about it in the offseason. He kind of gets disrespected in drafts because of his, you know, inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the he's the quarterback four right now. I feel like he gets drafted somewhere in the middle between three and nine-ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Dak Prescott, I feel like he's kind of in that same boat. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I feel like, gets drafted pretty high. I mm-hmm. feel like he's another one of those guys right behind uh, – Patrick Mahomes and Lamar, which mm-hmm. uh, he's quarterback six right now, but I feel like those number that doesn't seem like no. that represented his season thus no, far. No, he had those first three tough games we had talked about and made reference to earlier in our earlier podcast, and now I think he's starting to show what he's all about. Number seven is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterback number eight is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Quarterback oh, oh, nine is Ryan Tannehill. Quarterback 10 is Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Um, and Actually, I mean, surprised me that Wentz is up that high, to tell you the truth. If you want me to keep going, I'll keep going because I don't think you need to. 11 is, <laughs> I'll just go to 15. <laughs> Wait, I'll just, just I'll just name the names. Matt Ryan, Tom Brady at 12, Jared Goff at 13, Gardner Minshew at 14, Aaron Rodgers at 15. Um, how about Kyler Murray is quarterback one, like I said, 158.48 points. Carson Wentz at quarterback 10, 115.14 points. Uh, Aaron Rodgers at, at 15, 100.7. Um, yeah, 50 points is a lot when you really, I mean, boil it down to that. But like I said, this segue is really, really well into mine, which one of the things that I learned is Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller, deserve to be drafted way way higher than they have been agreed because when i look at those numbers on the quarterbacks like it's 
there's a reason you wait on quarterbacks, like I said, because there is so many of them. You can wait till the 13th round to draft a quarterback. Is it going to be in the top 10? Like, probably not, but they're still going to put up good numbers, good enough numbers that you're not going to lose every week. When it comes to the tight end position, this, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I think... Like when I was asking you before we started, I wanted to find find out how to do percentages. Oh, okay. There it is. Travis Kelsey um, on the season right now. Oh, what the heck happened? Uh Uh-oh. Well, something just, something weird happened where my stats must have just updated or something like that. Oh, because I'm in a different league. I went from a full PPR to a half PPR. That's what happened. I mean, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey, I think, is like 25%. When you think about his his points right now, I don't even know how to word this correctly. 25% of Travis Kelsey's points is i don't even know <laughs> how about you give me like a baseline of what you're trying to say and i can put it like some uh, bigger words in it um travis kelsey okay senior kelsey is at 96 points half ppr okay uh jo- george kittle goodness i almost said josh who the heck's josh kittle <laughs> i don't know huh. sounds like a nice guy though yeah george kittle is at like 66 half PPR. Okay. It's like 25%. I don't even know how to word it correctly. Okay. But I wanted to do the math where if I went from last year, I was going to go off of um Michael Thomas, but he had like a super freak year last year. Mm-hmm. He was at 300 fantasy points half PPR. And this year he's 100% for punching people, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I went like the number 2 spot, Chris Godwin. Mm. If you did the same percentage of where Travis Kelsey was above the number 2 uh tight end last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to make sense. This is going to like my whole wide receiver game where I'm explaining it and it makes sense in my head, but me talking it out of my mouth, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) If you do the percentage of the difference, the percentage difference between Travis Kelsey and the number two, which was George Kittle last year, tight end. Mm -hmm. If you put that same percentage at wide receiver from Chris Godwin, who was the number two wide receiver last year, do you know what, wide receiver would be the next like to put that into percentage wise isn't is that making any sense at all I'm, are I you kind I'm of following the concept of it so you're trying to have me guess who would be the same uh like like the relative like comparison of that tight end scenario you gave me to wide receivers like yes okay so you want me to guess who would be the wide receiver that would be in comparison to that situation right i'm gonna say marvin jones well, give me like a number. Uh, and what's the number from Godwin? Godwin was number two. So I'm going to have to say. Like this was fantasy finishes last year. Oh, yeah. So like I said, Michael Thomas had like 300. I think uh, Chris Godwin had like 230. How about 24? Oh, yeah. That's insane. Insane. So you're saying that the difference between uh, like the tight ends is, uh, compared to the wide receivers is there's a 24 person gap between that and yes. the one and two. Oh yeah. That's so like, okay, if you I took, if you took that same percentage of like, say Michael Thomas is out of the 
Mm-hmm. You can't draft Michael Thomas because whatever, for whatever reason. Right. You could draft what Chris Godwin did last year mm-hmm. or the number 24 running back. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'm wide sorry, the number four, 24 wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And those are your options. You can go from 24 lower or Chris Godwin. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I like guess Travis Kelsey or whatever. That's the percentage difference. When you put the percentage in, at wide receiver, which is insane. Not to mention right now, Travis Kelsey is at 93.5 points. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, he, if he was a wide receiver right now, he's the number five wide receiver. That's insane. And you look at any of these other guys right now at tight end and it's like you have them in and they're on your, you know, you're on, they're on your starting squad every week. Right. And they're either, like I said, studs or, Jack legs. Jack leg. <laughs> <laughs> They're either doing absolutely nothing for your fantasy team besides mm-hmm. getting you between two to five points, mm-hmm. or they are somewhere between 15 and 20, which it seems like it's a whole lot more that they get two to five points than the 15 to 20. Right. Unless you have Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. I it's so funny. Like I, I said, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. I did not mention Mark Andrews because you have Mark Andrews in our league right now. I do. How good do you feel about having him right now? Um, I think he's the tight end number three. He is, and it's one of those things where uh, Lamar Jackson, with his gameplay, it like unsettles. Like I'm unsettled by it, but at the same time, I'm not going to take Mark Andrews out of my lineup. Right. The only reason I have to this week is a bye week, and I don't feel good about it. And how I about have Jimmy Graham coming in? How so. about these fantasy points? Week number one, twenty point three. Week number two, three point four. Week number three, three point seven. Week number four, nineteen point two. Week number five, fourteen point six. Week number six, three point one. Jack leg. Yeah. Yeah. No, but still, it's I still feel. You got to sometimes like risk the reward with a tight end, you know, and when it comes down right, to Mark Andrews, exactly. I didn't get those one of those top three that you mentioned. I didn't get my hands on them. I could have, but I passed on Waller, uh, Kelsey and Kittle were already off the board. I had more faith in Andrews coming into the season, but you got to risk it. Yeah, I'm not going to blame you for right now, but like when you look at the off season, it did look really good for him. The Ravens look really weird right now. Yeah. Um, Some kind of an identity crisis or something going on over there. But kind of going off of what you said is the wide receiver, or I'm sorry, the quarterbacks are so rich right now where you really can wait. Mm -hmm. If you waited on a tight end, if you grabbed Jonu Smith, you look like a genius right now. Right. Because you could have legitimately grabbed Jonu Smith in probably the last round in a lot of leagues. Mm -hmm. But if you grabbed absolutely anybody else, Mm you're in the same boat as half the league, more than half the league. Whereas if you grab, you know, Travis Kelsey in the beginning of the second round, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not regretting that pick. No, definitely not. I mean, because, yeah, because then you have a guy that's actually producing in a position that's not expected to produce. Right. And in this, it goes really well into my second thing that I've learned We're is tying things in nicely. Wide receivers are really freaking good this year. It is very thick, and uh, we had brought that up where we think it's a direct uh, thing uh, because of the 
big draft class, big yeah. wide receiver draft class, a lot of big name rookies coming in, but it made it thicker. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people had said with the no off season COVID stuff that defenses are really struggling because of, you know, the no preseason, no, um, you know, whatever off season stuff that they could do training camps, all that, blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Whether it's that or any other reason, it doesn't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when it comes to Travis Kelsey, like I said, he's the number five wide receiver. Mm-hmm. If you'd have drafted him in the second round, I would recommend if I can do it all over again, I would go running back at one. Uh, Travis Kelsey at two, probably another running back at three, mm-hmm. round three, and then go wide receivers because oh, right. you could grab a lot, a lot of good wide receivers, four, five, six, seven anything later than that all right and even with our league that we have with this podcast with the three wide receiver um uh set for your starting lineup i think that's where i put more emphasis on the wide receiver but now knowing how thick of a wide receiving uh family we have here yeah definitely i like your format with the running back tight end running back then focus on wide receivers right not like that yeah uh into my second thing that i've learned like I said, the wide receivers are really stinking good this year. Wide mm-hmm. receiver duos are super popular right now. Right. In uh in a handful of teams. Uh through the first six weeks, we had a lot of wide receiver duos inside the top twelve every week. Not every week, but every week we had a different set. Cool. So week one we had Atlanta with Calvin Ridley at uh two and Julio Jones at nine at their fantasy finish mm-hmm. in the week. Uh, week two was the Buffalo Bills, Stefan Diggs at the two, and John Brown at 12. Hmm. Also, we had uh, Tyler Lockett at 13, DK Metcalf at eight on the same week. Hmm. Week three, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, not the two that you would guess, said Wilson at mm-hmm. three, Michael Gallup at seven. Also, the L.A. Rams, Cooper Cup at eight. Robert Woods at nine. Week four, another Dallas duo. Uh, Amari Cooper at number two and CeeDee Lamb at number four. Tampa Bay also had Mike Evans at six and Scotty Miller at 13. So I went outside at 12 there because it was close enough. <laughs> uh, week five didn't actually have any duos inside that top 12. Mm-hmm. The closest one was the Carolina Panthers at DJ Moore at 13 and Robbie Anderson at 20. Mm-hmm. But still, I feel like you'd be pretty happy with either one of those. Oh, right. Week six, last week, we had two teams with uh, wide receiver duos in the top 12. Can I guess one? Go ahead. Thielen and Jefferson. Negative. Oh, man. You want to keep going? No, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Houston had Will Fuller at the uh, wide receiver finish number four. Brandon Cooks at wide receiver finish number eight. Oh, that was two weeks ago. That was week six. Oh, wow. I guess I didn't realize Cook did that good last week. He did? Hmm. Yeah, he did good in the last two weeks. Atlanta also had Julio Jones at two and Calvin Ridley at 11. Nice. There's a lot of. A lot of good wide receivers. And like that wide or that week five where I couldn't find a, a wide receiver duel until, you know, 13 and 20. Mm-hmm. It's so funny looking through all those names from the last couple of weeks and like, oh my gosh, there's so many. Right. Like it it's incredible how deep this wide receiver core is 
in fantasy football right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you went running back uh, round one, Travis Kelsey round two, and another running back round three, and you got yourself a good, you know, foundation with that, you could have gone just about any direction at wide receiver after that. I mm-hmm. feel like you had a pretty solid team. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are the things that I learned this year. And I don't know if this is just a weird year this year. I feel like the last couple of years when it comes to uh, either running back or wide receiver, it seems to be a one position or the other where mm-hmm. a lot of the running backs seem like they were really good last year, maybe not so many receivers. But it, I don't know if that flip-flops or whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like it's wide receiver rich right now. Nice. Maybe yeah. something to look forward to next year, possibly changing the format slightly of how fantasy football looks. Good, yeah. yeah. Start getting that three wide receiver in every league. There you go. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, is that just about everything we learned? Because we're so smart, we don't need I mean, to learn a lot. I mean, I'm learning a lot. That's what everybody at home <laughs> is saying right now because they are learning a lot. No, I think, um, yeah, those are some very valid points. Yeah. So oh. basically what you need to take out of it is start getting those handcuffs. Mm-hmm. What was your other one? Do I wait on uh, quarterbacks. quarterbacks? And then um, drafting. Do not go off buys anymore. Don't go off buys. Not like you may have anyways, but some of us did. Draft Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And uh, wide receivers are really good this year. Yeah, especially you know those two wide receivers. Uh, tight ends you mentioned, George Kittle and uh, Kelsey. They both signed monster deals. They ain't going nowhere. No. No, so... Yeah, so they're gonna be they're gonna be in the league for quite a long time. Yep. All right, let's look into the preview of week seven NFL football. Previews. All right, the Ravens, Dolphins, Vikings, Colts are on by this week. Yeah, I thought you were gonna notice they're having a game. I'm like, dude, they're (laughs) on buys this week. (laughs) Uh, so get those guys out of your lineups unless you absolutely love to lose. Which, if you love to lose, you do not listen to this podcast. No, we're just throwing that out there. No losers allowed. Thursday night, tomorrow night. This is a huge game. This is the game of the season. The one in five Giants at the one, four, and one Eagles. Warning, 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 warning. Yeah, I was lying to you. (laughs) This feels just. I wonder if the people that line up these games ahead of time and they're like, this is going to be a really great game. These two teams are going to be battling for the title in the East right now. Uh, Probably mean, each going to be four and two. This is going to be like a rubber band game. They're going to be like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a meaningful game to these teams, but it's like, oh, yeah. Could have picked a better garbage you know, is meaningful to raccoons, game. but yeah. you know, trash pandas. Yeah. <laughs> The I next, literally, the next lineup would be like this would be a perfect primetime game. The five and one Steelers at the five and one Titans. That has primetime written all over it. Two undefeated teams, two really stinking good teams. Yep. Really good defenses. Um, and the weirdest thing is, I don't know how to go with this game. I don't either. I really don't. Because it's like, I was like looking at it and I was like, is this going to be my golden game? But then I'm like, those defenses are so good. They are it's very like, good. But is, which one is going to, like, is the offense going to show that the defense, I don't know. I don't well, know. before we jump a little too ahead Whee! of ourselves, let's go back to the Giants-Eagles game. 
uh, just kind of cover oh, that yeah, really, cool. really talk quickly because <laughs> we don't need to talk about that for very long. Yeah. On uh, the Giants side of the ball. Freeman's been picking it up. I think Freeman's a start for you. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Boston's got on the Eagles. I feel like you can if you have, have a him, little bit more confidence. You're going to use them. Yeah. Um, if you need him, if you don't, just leave him on the bench and you're probably fine. But if you need him, you can start him. And I feel like you can feel confident in eight points. Right. And then also um, uh, Fergum there for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He's shown in back-to-back weeks that he's kind of like the receiving, well, just the receiving of Philadelphia. So, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Titans, undefeated teams. Like you said, I it's tough. It this is because it's like I'm like I want to go. Hey, Derrick Henry, but it's like that's number one rushing defense you're playing against, and they destroyed the uh, Browns last week. And yeah. the Browns have a oh, very yeah. very strong rushing attack for sure. Um. Yeah, this is this is. I think we're just gonna have to make some bold predictions on this one. We can't just sit idly by and like be like, maybe start somebody. Let's just we, let's go on the line and be like, I, this is what we're gonna start. I actually actually have a feeling like when I I feel like in previous years I've said like, oh, this is gonna be a low scoring game because they have two really good defenses. It's just a blowout. It's gonna be like they both scored thirty plus points. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We we made reference to the Bears and Buccaneers game being like a very low scoring affair. Twenty to nineteen isn't really no, it's not bad. Uh, you know. Um, I am going to start AJ Brown. Um, and that's who I was thinking of. Titan side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I feel like I would be okay with mm-hmm. as long as you know you can't. I think you're you're sitting around fifteen to twenty two points, yeah. maybe out of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry, I feel like you can't take him out. You, you know, you you, can't you take absolutely him out, can't. But you're not going to get the numbers you got on him last week, so right. I expect that. Right, and um, how about the, I mean the tight end, the tight end that people are possibly picking up. I forget his name already. Everon, Anthony Fisker, Fisker for Fisker. Um. Yeah, I don't know how confident I'd feel there. As far as the uh, Steelers side, man, um, the wide receivers have been good uh, against the Titans. I don't know how I'm going at it. Uh, Chase Claypool's had two good weeks in a row. He's heating up. Um I don't know, man. Juju Smith, I feel like, is droppable at this point. Yeah. You're not taking James Conner out of your starting you know, no, lineup. No. Uh, Big Ben, I feel like in, in these games you're starting who you're starting because mm-hmm. they're good enough that you feel like you can't put them on your bench. I feel like that's kind of how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, he's been frustrating, like I said last week. Um, he's probably possibly going to be in my starting squad this week in our league against you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how confident I feel in that, but he's one of the better guys on the team and it's going to be a good game. And if it is a defensive game, then it might hurt us on fantasy, but it's also a possibility that both these teams score 30 plus points. Right. So you're starting, you're starting as you've normally been starting 
on both these teams. And I feel like you can't feel uncomfortable enough to put them on your bench because you don't have a whole lot of people on your bench that you feel like you can start over these guys. Okay. I think that's what we're going to say about this. There game. we go. Uh, the two and four Cowboys at the one and five Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, I have, I have a couple. Um, I wanted to mention what was your who was your start of the week last week? My start of the week last week was uh, Clyde Edwards Flair, which oh. was which was you know you, you said it good. was a safe one and it did it, turn out to be all right. It was. Yep. Uh, and actually, now that we're talking about start of the week, mine is McLaurin for the Washington. That's who I had no. on here. No, <laughs> that's what I was kind of getting into. Was ah. like uh, was like um, fine. I feel like I missed. I whiffed last week, but I think it was because of injury. Mm. So I was going to kind of just go shotgun approach and just pepper a couple in there just to make sure we hit on a couple. <laughs> okay, well, you can do so, McLaurin here. Yeah. I will do no, no, no. I'll, I'll let you have McLaurin because I got a couple more in here. That's not how the start of the, work, the week works. <laughs> you just pick one, and that's supposed to be the guy. You're like, this, this is going to be his week. But anyways, go on. But I do like Antonio. Okay, uh, how, yeah, about, how about neither of us get McLaurin? Fine. But he's a good start this week. Yeah. So if you're feeling like I oh, maybe I would start him this week. Yeah. Um, the four and one Packers at the one and five Texans. I have start David Johnson. Packers, yes. Packers running defense. Yeah. Are not great. Should I take that for my start of the week? I'll let you if you want to. Oh, uh, I'm not going to go against my Packers. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm looking at a couple of guys I had. I know who my start of the week is this week. Okay, good. Great. Graham. But, uh, yeah, David Johnson, I feel like, is a good play this week. And then whoever is not being covered by Alexander, I think, is a good start this week. I think he's <laughs> going to go with Fuller, so I think Cooks might be your guy this week. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Packers' defense just don't look solid. I, I, I feel like you could – you could get away with Fuller this week. Well, that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. So. Oh, you're starting him against me? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. He's going to be awful. No. So I would no. bench him for sure. No. The 4-2 and two Bills <laughs> at the 0-6 Jets. The at start the of the week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> start of the week is everyone on the Bills. Yep. Pretty much. That's my start of the week. And Crowder. <laughs> the <Jets. laughs> so 0-6 Crowders. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah <but laughs> Jameson Crowder's pretty yep. much yeah yeah yeah. Outside of Jameson Crowder, you're not yeah. They had breaking news that Sam Darnold might be coming back, and I was like, yay! Yeah, really. Wow, what a what an awesome turnaround for the Jets. Yeah, on the Bills side, you're starting everybody. You're starting pretty much everybody that you have. Yep. Uh, legitimately. Yep. Uh, in, in, yeah, in John deeper Brown. leagues, I think you could even go and if Zach Moss is somebody you need to plug in because all of your people are on by, I think so too. Get thrown in there. They might pull ahead really fast and throw them in there at you. Yeah, they might get Zach Moss in a couple touches this week because they'll probably be up 170 to three, maybe. Not, not realistic, but yeah, could be that they don't get that the Jets don't get three points. No, or... 170. No, three is very <laughs> accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Well, for the Jets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the three and three Panthers at the three and two Saints. 
Uh, I have DJ Moore as a good start this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Robbie Anderson's kind of been the guy there. I like DJ Moore this week. Um, I've been not happy with what I've seen uh, with news and Michael Thomas that the disciplinary action might not have been good enough that they're thinking about keeping him on the sideline another week. Do you think it's really about discipline then at this point? Uh, I mean, don't know. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel like I could punch Michael Thomas in the face right now, Oh, which would not be a good idea because he would beat the crap out of me or be wearing a helmet. (laughs) Either one. (laughs) Ouch. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. But your usual is Elvin Kamara. Um, you would you go as far as well okay if if uh thomas ain't out there then samuel is a given samuel emmanuel oh, <laughs> emmanuel yeah yeah emmanuel my bad. yeah yeah you can start him here okay. um panthers i mean is their defense a little bit better than we originally thought oh yeah yeah it's a young defense we kind of thought that it wouldn't be as great with losing some of their veterans but uh no young defense hungry defense i think they're better than you know what we thought they were going to turn out to be i guess Right. Yeah, and on the Panther side, um is it David? What's who's the running back before uh what's his name? <laughs> who's the running back before what's his name? No, uh the running back for the Panthers right now that see sees out. Oh Mark Davis? Davis? Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Yeah. Yeah. He I see he's on the bench on, on, in our league. In our right league now. Yeah, which I'm like, why is who is that, that Joey? That's Joey. Joey, get him in your Joey, starting come squad, on, man. Dude. Yeah, it's like you got CMC on the bench because he's hurt. It's like you could have put him in your IR, but and he's been awesome. All right, he's been really, really good, like averaging 20 fantasy points a week. Maybe he's got some kind of uh some sort of that's a bold yeah. strategy. Oh cop. yeah, we got like, <laughs> the bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, the four and two Browns at the one four and one Bengals. Uh, yeah, Browns. This is a game. It is a game. It's a game. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals pulled it off, and then you see OBJ slamming his helmet on the ground. Yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility. No. Uh, the Browns might be a little frustrated coming off a really ugly loss last week, right? Um, and Joe Burrow. <sighs> I mean, if there's any kind of pass rush on Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow just seems like he's getting absolutely demolished. Well, he's not used to that at LSU. He had all that time back there. And right. Was, you know, a little higher speed here in the NFL, so he's got to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how about uh, on the Brown side of the ball, you're starting OBJ, right? Yep. He's a permanent fixture. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's in your lineup each and every week. Yep. Uh, Baker Mayfield's probably on nobody's team. <laughs> nobody's team. <laughs> um, how about the other wide receiver there? Uh, Landry. Jarvis Landry. Uh, no. You're so helpful with name. I feel like I, I, I get so. Yeah. People, people have started to notice that I start blanking on names when it comes to later. Yeah, but later that's episodes, where we compliment each other is I am. Uh, you're covering for me, Kyle. I, I am appreciate like it. a blanket. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> on the Bengals side, how about the wide receiver core there? It all depends on who that uh, uh, that ward is covering from uh, Cleveland. If A.J. Brown. Which he was on A.J. Yeah, Brown, Brown last uh, time. He was on him? I think so. Oh, AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah, that's, that's right. But um, but it's like AJ Green had a good game, and it's like, is he making a push to show he's valuable for trade bait? Maybe. I don't know. It's uh, 
I don't know. I'm feeling Higby this game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not Higby. Yeah. No. T. Not, Higgins. Not Higgins, man. See, good thing you came through with the names this time. <laughs> T. Higgins. I, I got I got Higby on the mind over here. Yeah. T. Higgins, I think, is going to be uh, your goal this week. If there are teams to forget about it, it might be the Browns. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, how about the two and three lions at the one and five Falcons? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a pretty good matchup here. I feel like there's a lot of, lot of good starts here on the Falcons. Um, if, as long as Julio Jones stays healthy, Matt Ryan is solid for you. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley should be solid. Um, um, oh, Todd Gurley's in your starting lineup, you know, each and every week, uh, outside of that Hayden Hurst is been frustrating had a good week last week mm-hmm. um this could i yeah. mean again this is so hard to tell on tight ends but this could be as good a week as any well here in lies my start of the week i'm going deandre swift uh building on what he's already accomplished Ooh, from last yeah. week i think he's catching kind of a groove i think he's going to be uh decent this week since i cannot use my mclaurin for washington football team so i'm going to go deandre swift start of the week Stamp it, mail it all received. I like it. You I win. like it. Yep. Uh, anybody else on the Lions uh, outside of Matthew Stafford, possibly as a streamer? Um, Just your usual Lions. Yeah. You know, with the exception of DeAndre Swift. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going into the afternoon games uh, the 5 1 Seahawks at the 4 2 Cardinals. I love gold. Kyle's. Golden fantasy game of the week. Yep. Play them all. They all win. Everybody wins. You win. We all win. You win. We win. We all win with ice cream. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I think it's going to be a high scoring affair, if anything. Um, I mean, Arizona's defense, uh, so so, but I think what the Seahawks are going to do with them is going to be, I could see the final score being roughly, I don't know. 3828. So, yeah. You know, I feel like there's two teams that are really, you know, easy to look at each and every week for going to the, the golden fantasy game of the week. And that I feel like it's the Falcons and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Like you look at their matchups and you're like, oh, that could be a good game. <laughs> you know, yep. it's gonna be like a high shootout. scoring shootout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. I like that game. Seahawks, there's so many good plays there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals, there's the big three there. Um, Christian Kirk, is he interesting here? I mean, he's, he was started last week to defeat me in the uh, Monday night well, match. These bye weeks are getting thicker right now, so it's it like if true, you got to yeah. throw him in there. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yep. All right, the 5-1 and one Chiefs at the 2-3 and three Broncos. Uh, <sighs> Terry McLaurin had the goose last week. I'm just about ready to drop him. Uh, I don't think you're talking about the right person. Terry McLaurin. What did I say? McCole Hardman. My goodness. You meant McCole Hardman. Yeah. McCole Hardman. Yep. Yeah. He goosed last week. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, he was he was primed to explode last week with uh, Sammy Watkins out. Mm-hmm. I think Sammy Watkins is going to be out for a couple weeks. And uh, yeah, McCole Hardman. I can't think it was a. It was a bad weather I game. I know it was a bad weather game, but it's like still, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. On the Broncos side, um, Jerry Judy. 
Tim, what's the what's the other guy's name? Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, Melvin Gordon. If what's, he's what's the story on Melvin Gordon? He I didn't play last week because play. of strep throat, nah, something like that. Illness. Too much. No, I don't. I don't know what's going on there, and we're gonna have to review that. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, keep an eye even on even the running game period. I don't think against the Chiefs is gonna be something you really want to. Yeah, I mean, if you have Melvin Gordon, you're gonna probably have to use him because chances are he's one of your probably higher draft capital guys, so you might not have a lot of other options outside of him. So, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs have a pretty solid defense, so it's tough to start any Broncos here, right? Uh, the one and five Jaguars at the one and four Chargers. I have a whole couple here. <laughs> uh, Josh Kelly is. One of my possible starts of the week, uh, Justin Jackson. Um, I feel like he could be a solid start. I feel like it's going to be one or the other. We've seen a couple of good weeks out of Josh Kelly, but the last, I mean, since Eckler came out, it seemed like they were going to kind of keep that one-two punch, but instead of Josh Kelly moving up, Josh Kelly was going to stay the two punch, and mm-hmm. Justin Jackson kind of moved up to the one punch. Mm-hmm. So uh, this might be Justin Jackson's backfield before it's Josh Kelly's backfield. Agreed. Uh, Mike Williams, I like a lot in this game. If he's sitting on your bench and you're thinking, maybe I could plug him in over somebody else. This would be your game to do I it. would give the confidence the boost here. Yeah. yeah, against the Jaguars. On the Jaguars' side, uh, the wide receiver core has been tough to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan Cole. Um, he had a game. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Chark. Um, what's the last guy? Who's on You're the thinking of list? Uh, Chenault. Yeah, LaVisca Chenault. Um, rough, rough game for Chenault last time. It's it's hard to guess who's who's going to have the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're the DJ Chark shareholder, you, you you know you haven't been super happy with what he's put out. Right. Um, Keenan Cole, you you know, he's I've had him. Also. I've I've had him a lot in our league, and uh, he's sat very comfortably on the bench on my roster. So yeah, I th- I think Chanel has a bounce back game in this one. Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. Uh, the three and three 49ers at the two and three Patriots. This is where my start of the week is. Uh, Debo Samuel is my start of the week. Debo. The Patriots are going to try and shut down uh, George Kittle. Yeah, and, that seems to be what they do. Yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel is kind of coming off the injury. I think this is his third week back, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're using him more and more. Uh, and against the Patriots, they are going to need him. Because yep, they, they do won't. not have Raheem Mostert. Uh, Debo Samuel is the guy that, I mean, as much as he can kill you through the air, he can get the rushing attempts as well, you know, on some on some like a wrong, end arounds. Wrong, yeah. yeah. So I like Debo Samuel a lot here. He's going to be finding his way into my starting lineup. On the Patriots side, oh, my gosh, Nikhil Harry was dropped, like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian Edelman. You're not happy if you have him right now. Cam Newton might be the only guy you can confidently start on the Patriots, which seems crazy. Weird. But yeah, but... Uh, yeah, on the 49ers side, you're starting uh, Jared McKinnon, yep. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, um, Those are the Brandon three. Ayuk. Ayuk? Um... Be a... yeah, I really think it's interesting if you want to 
plug them into oh, your flex. Right. Yeah, you could do that. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's both of our start of weeks there. Um, Sunday. How's bragging camp going? Sunday. That just worked out really well. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday night, the 4-2 and Buccaneers at the 3-2 and Raiders. This looks like a pretty good one here, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Buccaneers. How are you feeling about Mike Evans here? I mean, how do you feel about Mike Evans' rest of season, I guess? For sure. Show. Show. I'm getting that for sure. I'm getting that for sure. I feel good about it. No, my, my drop board is lying to me right now. For show. For sure. So uh, when, I, when I got Mike Evans in my deal, it was just because mainly I get that I had to have something that was of value, but nothing that was as valuable of the Derrick Henry that I was getting in the trade. Sure. So it's like, yeah, I took that. But um, with uh, Godwin being there now, and uh, I just feel a little less comfortable about him because his injury that he carries from week to week that doesn't really ever seem to go away kind of always keeps you, qu- yeah. you know, questionable about him. I actually so forgot like, yeah. forgot to mention this in the uh, things that we've learned. Um, when I mentioned tight ends. I've actually been trying to trade uh, Chris Godwin for Darren Waller in one of my leagues. Hmm. And I feel like if we were talking off season, people would say, why would you, you know, even think about that? But it's like tight end position has been really tricky. And maybe I don't have as much faith as half of everyone else mm-hmm. uh, that Tampa Bay is, you know, has a mean passing attack with Tom Brady, but it's like, it's okay. I mean, Chris Godwin's a great player, and Mike Evans are great players, but you're not happy if you have either one right now. One of them's because they just haven't been putting up good numbers. The other half's been because they've been hurt. So it's like, is Chris Godwin going to look better when he comes back? We seen last week he didn't put up great numbers against the Packers. They didn't really, you know, need to throw the ball. No, a lot. no, they didn't. Um, yeah, uh, if you have Chris Godwin, you probably have been waiting to plug him into your starting squad, so he's probably not coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Ronald Jones has been beastly, kind of lights out lately. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be in there on the Raiders side. You got your big three. Um, Henry Ruggs has been he's been decent lately. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's probably also in your starting squad. We might be seeing big four there at, uh, I was about to say Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. All right, the Monday night game to wrap it up, the 5-1 and one Bears at the 4-2 and two Rams. Hmm. Yeah. Another two good defensive uh, teams here. It is. Um, I would be confident on the Bears' side. Uh, still Montgomery, just because of the workload that he's been seeing, uh, you kind of got to go with the workload on that one. Um, Allen Robinson's going to see a lot of Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. all and, night. And Jimmy Graham is kind of a prime time type guy. I mean, mm-hmm. look at him last time with his one, one hander touchdown. Um, I think he's a start this week. Uh, Rams, mm, you don't know which one of the backfield's going to get it. I'm thinking you're gonna have to go with Henderson, right? Yeah, I think Henderson so too. on this one because Acres was in for one play last week, and then Malcolm Brown really didn't do too much with it. So I think they're um, kind of funneling out those other guys a little bit, not mm-hmm. for sure, but yeah, I think Henderson's your start on that. And then of course, you know Woods, you got to go with him. 
Cooper Cup, even though Cooper Cup had a rough week last week, I still think that he's somebody you just got to plug in there. I actually really like Jared Goff, like a kind of a gut check because Ooh. I feel like last week we, you know, seen the 49ers, you know, against Aaron Donald basically. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if you're the quarterback, you, you get the ball and you throw the ball as fast as you can because right. you don't want to give Aaron Donald, you know, two and a half seconds before he gets to you. Right. So the Rams basically got smacked in the face with that, you know, mentality where, you know, against the Bears, why not just use that same exact thing, you know? Just, you know, if you're the Rams going against the Bears when you're going against Khalil Mack, it's like, yeah, you need to get rid of that ball real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I guess against the <laughs> against, against the Bears, too, and Nick Foles is like, you got to get rid of that ball really quick there, too, against right. Aaron Donald. Might be a lot of plays in this game just from trying to get rid of the ball as fast as you can. Yeah, I don't know what to expect out of this one. It's going to be a good week of football just from looking at these. Yeah, there's there's a couple good games. Maybe not here. from the fantasy realm, but in the NFL realm. Hopefully, it'll be better than last week. Because in the fantasy yeah, realm last week, it was of, uh, it was a lot of like eh, punches to the faces. Like instead of a lot of twenties and thirties, it was a lot of like tens and fifteen. Yeah, it felt like I was watching the game with Michael Thomas. Boxed <laughs> <laughs> in the face, just getting punched in the face. <laughs> all right, and that's all we have, I guess. Uh, let's skip over the uh, starts and sets because I actually have nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on my paper <laughs> let's get into the star wars draft dun, 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 dun. did you write anything down no but we're gonna just we're oh gonna go like God. live draft and here we go wait wait, wait. Flip a coin man you got a coin no i have no money oh, we'll flip this lego uh whatchamacallit lego andrew luck how how many how many uh rounds are we going well we'd have to go how many movies? There's there's nine. There's nine, so we're gonna have to go four rounds because okay, there's gonna be it. one that's gonna be honorable mention. We can pick up in free agency. Okay, do you want top or bottom of the Lego uh, Andrew Luck? Um, I'll take the back. Okay, so you get the first pick of the first Dang round. It. I didn't want the first pick <laughs> yes, actually. Did. Yes, you did. Uh... And we got our Star Wars draft, and Adam will be on the clock and Dang five. It. <laughs> I Four, didn't want the three, first pick. Two, one. Uh, Kyle, I will trade you all the all my picks for all your picks. No, I'm good. Come on. Leave me alone. Okay. I'm going to skip you and go to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay. All right. Round one. Well, the Star Wars I'm draft. between two, and I know I'm not getting either one of these when it comes back. So. No, you're not. Because I know exactly which two you're going to pick. Okay, I'm going to Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to Episode 3, Revenge uh, of the Sith. Okay. And I'm going to go Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I knew that was happening. <laughs> now, this is where it gets interesting because I good. feel like those, those are the big three. Because then after that, it gets it gets, uh, <laughs> it gets tougher. Uh-huh. Wait, oh, yeah, we got the snake draft, so it's coming back my wait, way. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so I totally forgot to mention or talk about this like we're just doing the main episodes right we're not doing like the hand solo movie no we're not gonna okay. do those okay that'd then we're on, really the okay, we're on the same really page we're on the same page there and uh uh in my second pick uh pick number one around two i am going to go return of the jedi Ding it, dude. <laughs> oh you're going right down my line boom 
Oh, I love Return of the Jedi, dude. Who doesn't? That one's a good one. Okay. Or as Adam says, episode six. Yeah, episode six. Star Wars six. Yeah, five and six were like, yeah, I really didn't want the first pick because <laughs> I wanted that snake. Yeah, I know you did. Um, all right. You probably would have blotched and picked Attack of the Clones or something like that anyway. I'm going to go at number four. I have the next two picks. I just don't you know do. which yeah. order to pick them. Oh, okay. I'm going I'm going with The Force Awakens okay. at four. And then I'm going... Uh, <laughs> maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, I got to go uh, A New Hope at five. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So what do we have left? We, we have... have The Phantom Menace, yep. uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh-huh. Then we have what's the second one of the newest ones uh, called? We have um, the Last Jedi. Last Jedi. And then we have the Rise of Skywalker. Correct. Yep. Okay, I am going to go. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Okay. All right, in the final round on the snake, we go. Oh man. Oh, Last Jedi. Are you serious? I did go Last Jedi. Just because, although I was disappointed in it, I really liked having Luke Skywalker in it. <laughs> okay. So, so your like... final pick of the draft, we have Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. Wait, so isn't there one left over? Yeah, there will be one left over. So which one is that? So there's a Phantom Menace. And Attack of the Clones. And Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And what else? That would be nine. Yeah, but we're only doing four rounds, so there's only eight picks. Yeah, so there'll be one left over. Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are two different. I know. Okay. So, so what's the last one? one? What do you mean, what's the last one? So we'll go in order. Oh, it's, uh, oh no. The Phantom Menace, which is not picked. Attack yeah. of the Clones, which is not picked. Revenge of the Sith. Then A New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. Force Awakens. Last Jedi. Rise of Skywalker. Why yep. is there only eight? Why am I thinking weird? <laughs> what, okay. Four times two is eight. Nine movies. Yeah, but there's three sets of three movies. Which is nine. Which is nine. But there's only eight picks. I know. So we have one left over in free agency. I know. Which one is it? Whatever one you pick. Oh, because I only have <laughs> one pick special. left. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Bad. I don't know why I was thinking. I just got the last two. I feel like even if I get the last two, then I... I'm still okay. losing here. Well, we'll see. Because <laughs> both of them, they're not very good. Oh, I, I got to go really Attack good. of the Clones. Oh, well, well, no, what? do I? Because you might want to go Phantom Menace because a lot of people man, had it for Jar Jar there. So I don't know. No, Jar Jar was the worst part, but that Darth Maul lightsaber battle was probably one of the best. That, oh, uh, that was. And Liam Neeson was playing, uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah. Uh, and I actually didn't mind the pod race. Okay. Okay, I'm going to Phantom Mass. Okay, Phantom Mass, <laughs> which leaves in waivers, Attack of the Clones. Oh. I will post on our Facebook, and we will have our <laughs> listeners vote to see who has the stronger Star Wars team. And I yeah. can't believe you drafted The Last Jedi. I thought that was hands down the worst, uh, worst Star Wars episode you know, that they've ever like made. Like I said, and I think a lot of people agree with me that they appreciate um, Mark Hamill. 
Uh, yeah, Hamill, right? Yeah. Okay. I so. Yeah. I don't know. I want to say Hamlin. <laughs> that's probably the race Hamlin. car driver. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, yeah. That's uh. That's I enjoyed it way too much. I had too much invested in hope for it. So. Oh man. All right. Well, that's all we got. Whole lot of stuff. Go ahead and vote for who you thought had the better. Okay. Uh, better. Better Star Wars movies. Yep. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. We are the Fantasy Football podcast out.